Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 217. With no Steve, again. No. Nope. Off travelling the world, exciting and dangerous times, I'm sure. Well, I mean, he is in Burundi, so, you know. He may or may not be back by the time you hear this. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to go and drink um, some Boundary Beer. Yes, nice. yes. I was saying to Roland, it's convenient that we've uh, uh, got a, a boundary beer because um, the last time we had a boundary beer in the uh, the podcast uh, or on the podcast even, um, we also tr- uh, tried that. It was the exports now, wasn't it? So it was. Yeah. Uh, I seem to remember at the time we were both a little bit like, eh, it's okay. Uh, you know, we'd like to try some other bits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At the time, it was a good enough to want to try more from them. And but bear in mind, I'm not a huge fan of the stouts. So it was quite a roasty stout, uh, which is not really my style. Well, so well, well, this is your style, isn't it? Yeah, this is my style. Um, today we have Detra. And it, this is particularly Detra Ultima, which is... I've got. Uh, You've got a lot of heads. I've got a lot of head, and Ronald's got literally no head at all. Yeah, uh, I, you you got the first pour, and um, it is quite lively, which is no bad thing at all in a saison. Very much to style. Um, so Boundary are Northern Irish based uh, Belfast. They are entirely like cooperatively owned, so they do the crowdfunding thing kind of. I guess what I think is the proper way, which is that they've set it up like a kind of cooperative type system so you you they did a round of uh, membership at the start of 2015 i think when they launched and did another round of membership at the end of 2015 um, isn't matt one of the members i think he might well be i, I think he is you know mm. uh, so. they do there are benefits uh, financially for their for members but also parties and so exclusive beers and stuff they have got a fairly tight core range it was just an ipa and the uh, stout and the pale ale. They've now added one an, an extra one onto it uh, from their kind of uh, one-off range that they really liked and decided to make it core range. But it's still a pretty tight core range. They do a lot of specials, um, and I've had now their IPA, which I enjoyed, solid IPA, and I've had another version of this. This is Detra, which is their saison series. I've had Silver Linings, which was a Saison Berliner Weiss blend with peaches. Hmm. Um, this is the Saison, this is the Ultima, which hasn't any information about it, but I've gone, which I think is just like, this is their, this is how they'd like it to be. This is their, we're pretty happy with this Saison. Did you say, sorry, did you say this was the Ultima? Mm, no, this, no. Is, this is the, this is the Detra, yeah. Yeah, this, sorry. Is, the De- no, this is the Detra Ultima. So Detra, which is a bit on the front, applies to all of the Saison range. And if you look at the little bit of printed on the side at the back, you will see Ultima in very. I'll point with that figure oh, for Gary. Oh. Pointed doesn't really convey that, to the, the bit that's radio. Next, it looks like it's just part of the date stamp. Indeed. All right. Okay. That shows you which particular edition it is that you've got. Right. So this is Ultima, which I'm thinking is from what I've read is like their version of we've tried a few different versions with this yeast and we've played around a bit. This is our kind of a traditional a traditionally stays on. That they're happy with. Oh, I can see why. It's really good. It's very light and crisp. It's almost, it's mm. almost bordering on sparkling wine. Mm. In terms of the crispness for me. Yeah, it's um, very dry. 
very well carbonated, mm. quite sour. I'm like, I get quite a lot of acidity out of there. Which I'm, yeah, no, the salmon is nice though. It's not, it's not so much that it makes you pucker up. The st- no. There's enough sweetness in there to balance it. Uh, it's, it's lovely. <laughs> you know, I think I can't say much more in terms of compliments beyond the fact that if you told me that was a Belgian saison, I'd believe you. Um, it's very much the style. It is. It's rather lower percentage than most of the Belgian stuff these days tends to be. Oh no, five point five. I'm oh, wrong. I read on. I'd read online that it was four, but I've obviously got those mixed up. Um, on the other ones, yeah. Mm. That's, and that's that's about right for. Mm. You know, looking so refinedly. You two drinking at five point five. That is. Come on, mm. somewhere between five and seven, aren't they? Though? Yes. Know, most of the ones I had about been around about six. So. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. You, like can tell, you can tell it's a good beer when we're both just like, hmm, hmm, yeah. Huh. <laughs> we haven't really got anything to criticise. I I can't think of anything to to be critical of with it. To be honest, no. I I think that's just a really good, well executed saison. It's it's not hop forward, and some of them are, some saisons are a little bit hoppier than that it's fine because what you've got is you've got from that yeast you've got the spice and the, the pepperiness is there as well that, I think that's a trick isn't it they're just let the yeast do the work mm. really more than anything then give it that that season flavour mm. and that's all about like how you manage the temperature and how you manage the starting conditions in terms of your, your malts and so on and the how you set up the environment for the yeast to do their thing mm. but you've got that tartness you've got the a little bit of pepperiness, the the amount of carbonation, and actually the type of carbonation, like you've got really fine bubbles. So mm. if you see what's left of your of your head, guys, not really got much left there. It, it's very small bubbles. Yeah. So it gives it like lends it mouth feel well, you that could, you, you haven't actually got even, from the beer. You could see even as the bubbles were uh, rising up the side of the glass, like mm. they were very very tiny bubbles, and like yeah. uh, uh, carbonation, like. The, Sometimes I just find it a little... Bit, it makes drinking a lot of something a little unpleasant sometimes. Uh, leaves you feeling bloated, gassy. But that's that's got fizz without without leaving you wanting to, uh, well, belch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I've heard clever people, i.e. brewers, say that, that, that like, a lot of this is to do with the, the water profile in terms of whether you get big bubbles or little bubbles um, and fume carbonation. Um, so, yeah, this has done a really good job of having that kind of that very fine carbonation, which I I would guess I could probably be wrong here, but I would I would guess that it's actually pretty dry in terms of the sugars that are left. Mm-hmm. So you don't get a lot of body from that, but the carbonation kind of fills that in. So that thick body gives you lots of structure. So the water, as in, it's got, uh, it's it's hard, it's soft. It's yeah, well, so how you adjust your water, like brewers tend to. Some brewers just use what the area they water they've got, mm. but these days a lot of brewers will adjust their water with salts or acids or, or other things to go in there, to sulfates or whatever it might be, to heighten different elements of the beer. So you can accentuate hop flavour, or you can accentuate bitterness. You can accentuate uh, body and mouth feel, or whatever you want to do, all by how you adjust your water. And then, of course, that also affects your yeast and also your extraction in terms of the mash. So, it, again, as with many things in life, it all gets very complicated. You can end up having 
adjusting it for your final bit and having knock-on effects on the other stuff. Mm. So it's one of those bits that's very hard to just say at the beginning, oh, do this. And it tends to be a bit more a matter of, well, let's try this. And I can see this, this is the Ultima one that they've, they've been trying a few different things with over a few iterations. I can see that, yeah, it's paid off. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very refreshing. Yeah, I mean... Um, I think you better go with your score, because I think... I've, I've not really got much more to say about it, but then it's damn tasty. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I have, a, I have a bottle of this in my box. I will be putting it in the fridge as soon as I get home and drinking the lot. And I'm going to drink on a school night. Well, it's not technically a school night for me, <laughs> yeah. is it? But, uh, oh, yeah, off your days off. I've, so got, I've, right. got, I've got a day off, but, you know, even even if it wasn't that, I would be I would be drinking it straight away. Um, yeah. I'm going to go big and go nine. Nice. I won't, I won't go ten, because ten suggests a beer is perfect. It cannot be improved in any way, shape, or form. Uh, let's just give this all up and go home and... Uh, do, do, do this again uh, so mm. I've not had an epiphany but you know it's still pretty good um, yeah I, I think I'm pretty much in agreement this is a really good beer um, somebody who's got big love of, of saisons um, this is exactly the kind of beer that I would say fits exactly with what I would expect from the best of the, the Belgian ones um, and the best of other people copying them as well it's not like a caricature out there one um, and I've had there's plenty of those out there that have just mm. try to be big and throw lots of other stuff at it and sometimes those are really tasty this is just though very much a I've, I've drunk a few good saisons and I want to reproduce those kind of flavours and they've done it really well um yeah, I, I'm going to go with a nine as well. That's really good. Well done, Boundary. Um, I've enjoyed the previous one of this I had. I will definitely be keeping an eye out for more of their, their stuff, particularly their, more of their one-offs and their saisons because, mm. yeah, you've impressed there. Huh? I think we should drink up and shut up. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, it's not often you find me with very little to say. I'm, uh, I'm an opinionated uh, individual, just... It's my nature. Uh, they make us that way uh, in the north. Uh, but I really, I, I just, yeah. I think I might also be a little bit tired, which uh, <laughs> certainly doesn't help. The time, tired of, the, 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 the refreshing beer, like, time of day. But it's just like this is just good. I just want to sit, regardless, and of, drink the beer and enjoy it. And yeah. There's no, there's no need to think about it or pontificate. It's just like. Well, no, regardless is... of, of whether it's actually true or not, the story that you hear quite often is that saisons were like the farm workers' beer. They brewed for for workers in the fields to like refresh them. Isn't it like table beer or something like that? Yeah, that that, that, that's it? what they yeah. always say. That, whether that's true or actually accurate or not, different question. But like, that's the story that often goes around. And this, for me, is like a perfect fit. Hmm. This is the, this is like a beer that will just refreshes and makes you just happy to just forget about the day for a bit have a sit down and just think about oh this is tasty there's always that thing isn't there they always say like if you've you've had a hard week and you go to the pub like the first beer always tastes the best Mm. but like if this is going to be your first beer I mean this is just like oh at the end of a long Mm. hard day's work it's just like 
this I is think, I think we may, maybe we should make this a rule. Steve, you're going to have to buy cases and cases of this, oh. and we get to have a, uh, a bottle every day after we've finished work. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, is it? We can try. Yeah. I'm very Tune trying. in next week to, to see what happens. We are done. done.